everybody, Toby7 with the guys. The guys. Hey. Yeah, thank you for responding to the guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, first things first, let me apologize for the previous podcast. Hopefully it doesn't occur with this podcast. But uh, in the previous one, it sounded like I was 15 feet away from the fucking microphone. The theory is that it was my beard. I had the microphone attached to my shirt, and my beard was providing a buffer as to which sound was unable to travel through. So we have the microphone literally fucking almost beside my mouth right now. So hopefully that fixes it right, babe. And if it does, it proves that your beard was the sound barrier. It does prove that. That's true. So I I apologize about that because it was actually a really fucking dope podcast. I listened to it obviously, and I thought, man, we really had a good, we had a good vibe there, man. We were we were grooving, we were dancing. It was it was nice. We were vibing. We had a good time. And fucking thing, I sounded like I was twelve, twelve and a half fucking yards away trying to yell at you about a fucking field goal. <laughs> uh, so everybody, uh, welcome to mediocre marriage. Welcome to mediocre. Thank you. It's about time you said it once. And Jesus. other observations. Mediocre marriaging and other observations. Obviously, I was joking about that. I know sometimes I come across as a dick because nobody understands that I joke with my wife. Yes, he jokes a lot. And that's okay. Um, we did want to say, too, because apparently we have a couple foreign listeners. Yeah. Um, we, yeah, listen, I want proof. But, but listen, listen. Uh, well, a, we apologize right. for our shitty government. Yeah. Man, we suck. Yeah, we don't like them. We don't like them either. They're really dumb. I mean, our, the, there was the previous guy who... Cl- Listen, we're clinicians. That motherfucker was on enough Adderall to kill a giraffe. Uh, secondly, uh, the, the current guy, you know... What what, can, what do we say? He's had brain aneurysms. He's had, gen- he was had an open brain surgery actively as a president. What do, you, what do you want us to do? He's not really there. I, I, fuck. The next one could turn into a civil war. I hope it doesn't. Hope not. Also, the email. Yes. Look, I just want an email. I just want someone that I don't know. And you know who I'm talking to if I say that I do know you. I want someone that I don't know to email us any story, anything. You could ask us any question. You could ask me about my crazy, fucked up childhood where I grew up super poor. You could ask Guz about her bouncing around the country at some point. I, I moved around a bit. We were homeless for a bit. We'll tell you any fucking story you want to hear. I just want fucking proof, really, that there's actually somebody listening. That's all I want. I'd and like the to email hear is mediocre.marriaging at gmail.com. Mediocre.marriaging at gmail.com. And, and I know that's a fucking hard word to spell because it's dumb. It's a dumb word. Well, it's, it's not a real word. And the actual email address is in the. At the like the show's description. Oh, please so look at our there. show's description to prove to me, fucking prove it to me that somebody's listening to this. Because and tell us your stories. Yeah, and tell us tell us a story. It could be one person. If it was one guy named Shachka from like Lithuania, and it was literally just us doing this podcast for free and having a conversation with that cat, I'd be down. Gus, you'd be down with that. Yeah, absolutely. One listener, we'd still be good. I'm happy with it. So, moving forward, we're going to have a topic today. The topic is a parenting topic. And it's, a, it's an important one, guys. I feel like it's an important one. So, it's communicating trust and expectations realistically with your children. And that goes into a couple different directions. Uh, 
So the first direction is whenever they're younger and you're trying to talk to them about what they should expect and what they shouldn't. For example, if they go to a store, they shouldn't expect to get something. That's not, like, they shouldn't expect that. If they get something, that's great. But it shouldn't be an expectation. And you discussing that with your young child is okay. It's like, listen, man, just because we, our youngest son took him to, he used to, whenever he was with his mother before I had custody, every time they went to the movie theater, they got popcorn and sodas and all that shit that's worth $80 that ain't worth it fucking $80. So whenever it was our time to go to the movies, he was like, well, I want that stuff. I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not fucking paying for that. And it really had nothing to do with the money. I just know it's not, it's fucking, a, it's a scam. It's, it's a ripoff. It's a fucking, it's a bullshit scam. But explaining that to him, he was like, oh, okay. And then we were able to move forward with it. Like, Versus give an example of how your mom did not set realistic expectations in the way that you would want to developmentally. I expected that, Chris, that Christmas gifts came through uh, a fucking Santa Claus. As most kids I, do. I went to class. This is kindergarten. It was around Christmas time. We're talking about this shit, right? You know, all the whisperings happen. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, did you make the list? Hey, did you write the fucking list? <laughs> you know, there's whispers, you know? You know, what did you want? I want that fucking plane. I want the, I want the goddamn, I want the fucking boat. You know, there were things happening. Yeah. Connects were, you know, RC cars were a big deal back in the day. I think they still are. They're fucking awesome. That's why they, sh- yeah. they should be. So, Christmas. And I asked my mother, because we lived in a trailer and we were poor. I said, Mom, can I ask you a question? She goes, yep. I'm sure she was completely fucking plastered. And I said, Mom, if we live in a trailer and we don't have a chimney, how does Santa get in to give us the gifts? And by the way, by gifts, it was like maybe some socks. In retrospect, that's actually a pretty dope gift. But at the time, as a kid, you don't really want socks. It would be socks or like my cousin Matt's shirt that I'd seen him wear for like a year and a half wrapped <laughs> up in paper given to me. It's a fun way to get a hand I'd be down. like, all right, this is how this works. Thanks, Santa. No, I said, how does, like, how does he do that? My mom was just straight up. She goes, Santa's not real. I buy that stuff. And I go, oh, okay. I went, I went to school and I would hear kids talk about that more and I would just think, I'm not going to tell them. So, if you take my route, make sure you tell the kids, don't fuck up the other kids' lives. Don't don't fucking ruin the magic for the other children, even though I think it's bullshit that you're lying to your kids. I mean, we've, I mean, we, why don't you tell the Santa story? What's, what, how did we do Santa with, with the youngest? Oh, uh, so, well, I mean, we did Santa with the youngest for a while. We did a lot of weird shit. We did leprechauns and all kinds of weird shit. But Santa specifically. Santa specifically, we always did. I mean, we had the goddamn elf on our shelf, not because of us. Fuck that creature. Fuck that thing. Anyway, don't do elf on the shelf. Ever. Fuck it. Yeah, fuck Fuck that that thing. thing. Fuck it. He had a near meltdown one time. That's a separate story. But we were all catching on that he probably was getting to that time. If you would like to hear that story, you could email. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Good, I'm sorry. It was getting to be about that time where we were starting, like, it was bubbling. We 
the oldest was also pretty sure he's like, yeah, I think he, I was around his age that I stopped believing that too. And I kept trying to poke the oldest to be the one to do it. But he was so scared that he would break that news to Ethan, to the youngest and that you would be upset. Neither one of you had the balls to do it. So after suspecting it for a year that he knew that I actually pulled off the bandaid at dinner one time, it was like, so you don't believe in Santa anymore, do you? He's like, nah. nah. I didn't last year either. Like, I fucking told you guys. Listen, here's what's tough about it. Is you're trying... The, what's the most important rule in our house, guys? Honesty. Fucking tr- telling the truth. Yeah. That's the most important... Literally. And that's not a bullshit thing. I'm, I'm telling you right now. The most important thing in our house is that you be honest. You can fuck up. Yeah. Everybody fucks up. But don't we fuck, all fuck up and up. lie. Just don't lie, man. I mean, just be like, here's what happened. Here's what is. Well, and there's, a, there's also consequences for fuck-ups. For sure. I'm not saying that... But appropriate and... But being but teaching your children to to be open about what the what they fucked up is it'll gain it'll give you the respect to understand what appropriate consequences are and we could maybe cover those in some other episode yeah or you could ask us what they could be through our email address I'm gonna sure. fucking ride that joke the whole episode buckle Excellent. the fuck in so yeah there's communicating expectations and understanding that the fact that you are also a kid. And what the fuck you were thinking at the time. And not just as a little kid when you thought about Santa and the Easter Bunny and all that other shit. But even whenever you got a little bit older. You're like 16, 17, 15. What part of the body are you thinking with? What's your primary concern? You just want to get touched. You're just fucking worried about it. Other kids are talking about it. You're sweating it. You're like, fuck. I gotta do this too. You gotta make sure that is not a fucking primary goal. And I've had open conversations with both my children about, hey man, listen. Don't forget what part of the what part of your fucking body you're thinking with. And both conversations with both children on multiple occasions has gone completely okay. They're like, I know, I know, I know. And I feel like having that communication, that dialogue is important. Now we have boys, so it's easy for me. For me, but I do think Guz, you could have a conversation with Ethan, maybe about what his girlfriend would expect, could expect. Yeah. That's a conversation that could occur. Yeah. That would be, as I first noted, communicating realistically. Yeah, that's an important one to have. Look at you, you're sweating already. God, it's just, I'm Your so nose glad just got red. I'm glad Christ that we sakes. don't have a girl. And trying to communicate what he should realistically expect from a teenage girl is like telling him what he should realistically expect from a honey badger. Teenage girls are the worst. I've been one, I know. There are obvious exceptions. But. Dude, what if, one, what if our one listener was a teenage girl? I'm sorry. Please, please write in and explain yeah. to us why, why it is you're listening. Yeah, tell me what a cunt I am for even saying it. I don't care. Yeah, tell her she's... I mean, don't, tell, don't, don't call her a cunt. That's disrespectful. But you can explain why she's being cunty. Yeah, and I'm definitely not trying to be. It's just... I don't know. You're right. It is, it is a conversation that needs to be had. Some things that he needs to understand occur with teenage girls that maybe can help him navigate that a little bit better. 
Um, absolutely. Yeah. And, and it's important, too, in terms of having those conversations, like with, with kids, about being honest. One of the conversations that you need to be honest with is the friends that your kids are hanging out with. Like, mm. who are your kids' friends? Who are the kids? What is the dust bunny bowl of friends that your kid picked up in school? And you have to be honest with yourself if they're pieces of shit. Because if they're pieces of shit, you got to start talking to your kid about, hey, man, that kid is kind of a piece of shit. And the tough part is they're definitely not going to listen to you. And that's okay. But the point is, is that later on, after high school, as long as your kid stays on the straight and narrow, they're going to see it anyway. And they're going to let that kid, they're going to let that person go out of their life. I've watched it happen literally over a dozen times. Yeah. And, and I think in addition to that is the like kids in high school tend to think a lot of them anyway, our oldest certainly did. The friends that I have right now are going to be my friends forever. Yeah. Those are my friends forever, which is a preposterous thought. Yeah, That's, I mean, uh, I, if you think back, I mean, I mean, I'm still friendly with a lot of people from high school. Um, there is actually my, I mean, my family's so slim. Listen, there's a kid in high school that knows me. He's the he's third in line. Uh, no, yeah, he's third in line for knowing me the longest, more than anybody else on this earth. That's how that's how thin people know me. So, yeah, I mean, I'm friendly with people from high school too, but so rarely do those things last into adulthood. And they do sometimes, obviously. Sometimes, yeah, because I've, I've met up with those guys from high school at parties, like Christmas parties that have been thrown. And, yeah. And, and how awesome are they? Fantastic people. Great and, people. And I know that there are some people that like are best friends in school and stay that way through their whole lives. It's just not yeah. the most common thing. So no, it's kids not. Kids have to understand that, like, yeah, this is your group right now, but that's... N- that's going to change. It's like ideas. It's like you have ideas and opinions about things, but you're not married to those opinions and ideas. So you can drop them whenever you want to. Whenever you realize, like, that idea and or opinion was misinformed. It wasn't correct. So now that I have better information on the subject, I know how to act accordingly. And that applies to personal interactions as well like there have definitely been people in my life where i've realized at some point all right this is not a good interaction for me health to to stay to stay on the straight and to be successful of being a better person my goal is just to be a better person that's without it's it still is my goal i just want now it's just to be a, a the best dad i could be but prior to parenthood it was just to be like be a good person be a good person be a good person and i feel like that paid off i i mean i did all right i feel like yeah i feel like that's something we focused on with the boys is just be a good human yeah don't be married to these people that you're around just because of your friends right now they're not going to be your friends forever and that's perfectly fucking okay some of them by the way are pieces of shit i just want you to know that your friend's a piece of shit and also, it, it, that doesn't mean that you can't be friends with a piece of shit. Just understand that they are and know when to distance yourself so that you don't yet, get impacted by their bad decisions you know, by proxy. And the most important part, communicating. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I, I remember having lots of conversations with the boy about like, it's okay to have shitty friends. Even the younger boy, when that kid up the street, when he was friends with that kid up the street, stole two dollars or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, we're like, dude, it's okay to have shitty friends. Or that girl but, like, that left him in the garage for an hour waiting in yeah. the winter. Like we're not judging. You can have shitty friends. Just understand what they are and then know how to save yourself. That's yeah, because you don't want to judge their poor decisions. You want to try to reflect on their poor decisions. And then try to think if any of that responsibility, even incidentally, and you have to respond to this like an adult, but is any of it your fault? Accidentally. Did you did you have some sort of thing that you did, some modeling behavior where you're like, ah, fuck, I, I see exactly where he, he or she's getting that from because I fucking do it. And, and I can see it. I, I can see it. It might even be... Could it be biological? I don't know. I mean, I'm not... I'm, I'm not... I don't do that for a living. I'm not a professional at that. I know behavior. And I've seen behavior get passed down through me, my biological son, and a boy that we adopted. I've, see, I've witnessed that. I've witnessed it with me and the, and the boys. Yeah. When, you, when Ethan, all of a sudden, when he was real young... Was saying Jesus Christ, and you're like Ethan, you can't say that. Yeah, I immediately realized, oh, that's my fault. Yeah, I was like, who's even saying that, Frank? Because I was, Cause I was doing school. I was working out of school at the time, so I had a, a principal voice. So like, I knew when to turn off the cussing. I cuss a lot. Normally, I cuss a grandiose amount, but it's just who I am as a person. But that was me turning off the cussing because I'm so young, and but I had, replaced it with Jesus Christ. But I had tethered it when I had kids for sure I was like I don't know if I should be doing that that's not the modeling behavior I expect I wasn't really cussing in front of Ethan so whenever he said Jesus Christ I asked us I'm like where the fuck would he even fucking hear that phrase and she did this thing it was really adorable where she bit her lips and she goes I think it might have been me well, yeah because I was trying to not say fuck so I said Jesus Christ because I didn't think that was cussing it was adorable. All right. Um, yeah, so listen, don't judge poor decisions. Maybe it was partially your fault. And and listen, there is a point in a kid's life where it's okay to tell them that it, they've disappointed you. It is. It's, it's okay. And then even after that's happened, it's also okay to say, listen, man, I'm, I'm fucking proud of you. Like there can be there can be two different times, with older with older kids, older kids. We're talking about kids that are able to self reflect. All right. I, I mean, what age? What do you think? Maybe off the top of your head, I have a number in my head. What do you think? I think it depends so much on the kid, but I that's would true. It say... depends on the kid and what they've been exposed to so far. That's that's a good point. Um, ballpark. I would say anywhere uh, maybe 12 or 13 somewhere between 11 and 13 depending on on the kid and the situation wow okay yeah I was shooting way older than that really yeah yeah well I think that there are things that 11 to 13 year olds could do that the appropriate reflection is if you genuinely feel disappointed 
And they need to understand that this is a pretty guess, big fuck up. I guess that's possible. But I, I wouldn't want, based on their brain development, saying that to them to start domino compounding into something worse. So at that no, age... I, I think it's still I okay would, to say, but I think it you can't just say that. Like, you have to say, like, I'm disappointed in how, like, I'm disappointed in this situation. I'm disappointed in how you behaved in this situation. But if they I'm were, proud of if, you overall. But if, if they... If they opened up to you and discussed it with you, you would say, I'm disappointed in the way that this occurred or beha- you behaved, but I appreciate the fact that you're telling, like... Yeah, you just have to couch it much differently you, if yeah, they're younger. Yeah, you gotta follow it up. Um, yeah, if they're older, I think it's... If they're in their 20s, young 20s, I think it's okay to be like, listen, man, I'm, I'm actually kind of fucking disappointed. If they're really fucked up... I mean, really fucked up. And I don't mean, like, they're working at Burger King and, like, you know, crashing on somebody's couch. I'm not talking about that. That, that, that Those people are going to work it out. That You think they're going to be like that when they're fucking 35? If they are, tell them you're disappointed. But if they're 21 and they're doing it, dude, they're still trying to figure their lives out. Do you remember how fucking dumb you were at 21? I can't believe I survived. I, I, I mean... Literally. Yeah. How fucking stupid were you? For somebody who intellectually and academically was yeah. excelling at such a rate. Yes. I was a goddamn moron. Dude, same. Yeah. Samesies. Samesies. Like, I feel like I was really doing really... I, I mean, I, I feel like I was crushing it. I, I mean, I went from absolute nothing to an apartment... I'm taking care of a baby and his mother. She's done working. We're not on welfare. We did have Medicaid, but we weren't on welfare. I I was paying all of our bills. We were struggling. It was hard, but things were taken care of, and I had a pride in that. I wasn't living in a trailer, and I was doing well. I I felt good there. But if at 21, if someone that I looked up to, if, if, you know, Papap had been... For whatever reason, been like, hey, I'm I'm really disappointed. That would have really fucking. I would have been like, what do I have to fix? But that's me. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think that you could. T- if I you, think that 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 phrase could fucking murder other people. I think it can. Depending if on your relationship. Depending on the relationship and how it's delivered, you can't just. It, like, I'm not saying that if a kid does something, no matter what the age, like, like you're a fucking disappointment. No, don't ever say that. Basically, ever. Yeah, don't do that. That's um, bad. But I think that you can say that you're disappointed, particularly if you say that you're disappointed in a behavior or a situation. Like, never put... I, I don't think you should ever tell a person that you're disappointed in them as a human being. Because you're not. No, you're no, disappointed no. in the situation. You're disappointed in their how... Their choices. Their choices. Their choices. And as long as you explain that this, I'm disappointed in your choices... And, 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 it's, and at some point, everybody needs to explain to everybody that the only thing in life ever, 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 ever that you have control of is your own choices. The way you respond, the way you react, and the choices you make. That's the only thing that you control. Everything else, that's a myth. It's just you responding and you reacting. And then there's what you can control to do. That's all that exists. That's it. 
Is, do you have any disagreement there? No, no, not at all. I, that's all that you can control. And, and granted, and, sometimes your choices are... Unless you're a determinist. If you're a determinist, I can't, I can't. I mean, I would love someone to... If you're a determinist and you just happen to be listening, email me your counterpoint. I would love to hear it. I would read it out loud. I just want proof that some fucking person's listening to this. I really do. All right. Let me see like if there's I any other bullet point. I was about to say something. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I apologize. It's sorry. okay. I think that it's just really important to focus on, like, oh, no, that's not even what I was going to say. I, I think sometimes your choices, and it's important to remember this, your choices are sometimes very limited based on a lot of things that are completely out of your control. You still have yeah. the choices. And you still have to be thinking through those choices, and you still own your own reactions. But sometimes, the for many people, the choices—the choices in front of them—are not always good choices. No, sometimes it, they're bad choices. Yeah, That's it's just the a series of bad choices, and it's you like, just have well, to pick the least shitty one. Yeah, how do I get through my life and through my situation with making the least harmful? Least—that's a key fucking point. I, I want to be very clear about that. Least harmful way of trying to fucking get by yeah and people are struggling man i mean we all struggled i've struggled people have struggled i 100 percent agree with you yeah harm reduction and don't hurt anybody yeah but you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do yeah that's i just wanted to make that point that no i agree and that is while we can't control our choices sometimes the choices that we have to choose from are not within our control and if you point out to your children the bad decisions that they've made counter offer make sure you have at least two listen here's a couple times where you've made the fucking right choice bro like you you actually are you do know what you're doing it's just you had a little slip up so then you turn this what was a bad thing to steal from McConaughey into a green light. You took this thing that was bad and you turned it into a positive. About like, all right, we learned something here. Yeah, you gotta right? hopefully teach your kids to learn from their but mistakes. Pick it, up from their mistakes. If Don't. I'm disappointed in, in this behavior, in this situation, or these choices that you made, how do we learn from that to make better ones in the future? So I'm not disappointed in you, I'm disappointed in where we ended up. How we got here. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm upset with how we got here. That's a good point. Yeah, that's good. Okay. All right. I know this might be a short one, but maybe the tip of the day will go a little long. Because what do you got? What so, was it? Uh, do uh, not provide excuses for your children to be a dick. Yeah, if we haven't covered this on a previous podcast, um, I'm gonna, I apologize. This is actually a really important one. It's near and dear to my heart. <laughs> yes. Don't ever call something punk rock when they're being an asshole. Yeah, if your kid's being an asshole, don't say, like, oh, look how punk rock they are. Here's a big one, too. Um, If someone meets your kid and your child is old enough to recognize the fact that they're meeting another human being, and what the standard is is to say, hi, because that child can speak, then hiding behind your leg and then you saying, well... He or she is just shy. What you're doing there is like you're giving them a fucking excuse to be a dick. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. And I feel like we might have said this on a previous podcast. And I we, repeat, if we did, I'm sorry if we did. We might have, but I think that it's a really important one. And I, I it you're also, giving your kid a fucking excuse to be an asshole, man. Well, and even beyond that, I think you're giving your kid an excuse to develop some kind of social anxiety. If you're 
they're not being forced to say basic human niceties. People hey, who don't make their doing? kids speak up when they are ordering their food. Like if, as soon as the boy, as soon as the youngest one could see the subway stuff, he needed to order his own food. It, like if you can read it and you can you actually know what you want, use your words, man. Yeah, once, I, I'm once not the, your linguist. Once the boy could see over the counter, he was he was trying. He was the one screaming his orders. Uh, I feel like we have talked about this. And if we have, what what episode number is this? I don't know. I have to look it up. All right. Look, listeners, listener. Oh, actually, uh, probably episode 15. If if we have covered this, we'll we'll do better in the future of not repeating ourselves. We're trying to, we're trying to take note of that. So we apologize. But anyway, yeah, don't, don't provide excuses for your children. Also, don't go to parent teacher conferences like an asshole. Don't, don't think that don't just fucking assume now, first of all never assume don't think don't don't take things personally and don't make assumptions never assume that shit isn't your kid's fault sometimes it's your kid's fault oh yeah we've had a kid do some time underage and while he did some shit the thing he did some time for wasn't his fault. And we all knew it. And it was a weird time. It was a hard time for everybody. But we've experienced that that world and that whole legality of children's systems. And it's how fucked it is. It's just so fucked. Uh, that's something we could talk about in the future. Yeah, maybe. we could it's, talk about that another time. I guess the, the flip side of that is with that same kid... There were instances that we would go in and hear stuff from the teachers, and he was doing things that were wrong. Not jail wrong, but like... He was being a dick. Detention wrong, or getting spoken to and having privileges taken away wrong. And I was telling the teachers, good, fucking do it. Fucking do it. Like, if he's being a dick, call me. I'll fucking call... Call me. I will take care of it. Like, I will fucking take care of it. I'm not, yeah. I'm not playing. Like, I'm trying to raise a fucking good man. But other times you have some cunt teacher who is just a bad teacher. Terrible teacher. I've worked with fucking three-fifths of them. And you have to go in and you have to be your kid's advocate. Yep, you have to because that three-fifths of the fucking teachers are pieces of shit. I had to pull, <laughs> remember that year I pulled that other mom into the hallway because we heard the teacher wa- lying yes. to that family and that family was getting mad yeah. at their kid. And I had to pull them on and be like, look, we've dealt with this already. Everything the bitch is saying is a lie. We've already met with the principal. Was that the, the, thing. Was that the Capitals lady? Learn the Capitals yeah. of the States? Yeah. yeah. Fuck that fucking fat cunt. Listen, yeah, try make force our kid to learn the Capitals of the States, which is fine. You should totally learn that. They never finished it. And then never had the test. They never They never finished it. And then we asked questions. And then, and then on the report card, because she retired at the end of the year... She wrote that our kid was lazy. Yeah. That's that's a fucking shitty teacher, guys. I, she was the beginning I, of him questioning whether or not school was worth it or fun. Like that was the first teacher that, that really the, made school not. That fun. was the first time that our kid thought school wasn't cool. Like yeah, there was a because he scary. he enjoyed it every time up to that. He had he was pretty lucky. He had a good time. He had good teachers. But that year was the first year he was like, I don't like this. It's not cool. And thankfully, he's rebounded well. But that was. That was hard. Yeah. So yeah. you got to be an advocate for your kids. Know um, when to be an advocate and yes. when to be like, nah, kid, listen, you're being a dick. Correct. 
Okay, guys, we're past our time. We like to keep things short. We like to keep things sweet. Uh, if anybody's listening, fucking please, I want I want proof of it. I want proof, and I not from you. You know who I'm talking to. Not from you. Dear, I love you, but not from you. I want to hear something <laughs> from somebody. I want to hear a question. Prove to me somebody's listening to this. We get analytics from Spotify. I think they're bullshit at this point. We get them from Anchor. We get them from what the, whatever the fuck. I think they're horseshit. I want someone to email us at mediocre.marriaging at gmail.com at gmail.com and just look in the, the show description where the email is listed so that you can see the spelling of it yes yeah this That's show description easier. will just be essentially apologizing for the previous show and then doing parenting advice guys everybody thanks for tuning in thank you bye folks bye